0: Your friends suck. Is that good? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Your Friends Suck, the podcast where we talk about all the things your sucky friends uh, don't want to talk about. Um, This is the first time we're coming back after doing, like, the two weeks thing, and it feels like forever, but I also feel like I have actually done a book report this time.
0: I was going to say, I'm like, well, we're repa- prepared. Like I was mm-hmm. doing all the things this weekend. I feel like this is good for us. It's a good, a good place for us right now. Yes. Until,
1: to- until this can take <laughs> over our full-time jobs. Um, I think this is the way it has to be. Otherwise so start kinda- paying us. <laughs> yeah. We need to start handing people, uh, We're going to have like a little hat out and start doing the the podcast live and just having people throw money into it so that we can make it happen. But one way or another, we will figure it out, you know? I think that's a great idea. We'll We'll talk talk about about it later. later. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) Did you have any updates? I don't know
0: from the last episode. Oh, I don't think so. Um, I've kind of been still in survival mode, I feel like. (laughs) Since (laughs) since March. I'll have more stuff later, because I will start marathon training, and that will be a whole thing, so. Oh, yes.
1: We cannot, we're so excited for you, and by excited, I mean, I'm so, I uh, don't know if I feel pity because you're choosing it for yourself, Um, (laughs) but that is the emotion that I initially feel. It's like, oh, you've picked a punishment to just bestow upon yourself.
0: Yeah, and if I sound more tired on the episodes, it's like, oh, she's just literally depleted and probably dehydrated, so. (laughs)
1: that's the only reason yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um i don't know if you did see this is based off last episode um the academy actually did suspend um oh will smith God. for 10 years
0: yeah because his bad deed was done on tv they couldn't pretend it didn't happen
1: mm-hmm. yeah i think it's one of those things where like the internet is such a strong force now that like it just can't be ignored
0: yeah, and I mean, it just feels – I don't know. I'm over it. Like, when that came out, I was like, oh, God, now it's going to be back. Like, I felt like I felt a moment of peace because no one was posting about it or talking about it, and then mm-hmm. this just, like, ramped back up.
1: Yeah, my apologies for bringing it up again now in a, a, a place of peaceful bliss, if you yeah, will. Yeah, this is
0: my safe space, and you just ruined it, but it's okay. I am so sorry. Um.
1: Okay, so this week uh, we decided – Alyssa actually came with this topic, and we've kind of <laughs> – Me and you have talked about this before, I feel like.
0: Yeah, and it it becomes more apparent in every passing day that
1: (laughs) (laughs) it may be something to (laughs) consider. Yeah, consider. Um, We today are talking about doomsday preppers. uh, There's like a kind of a lot of names people go by, like survivalist kind of preppers. preppers
0: in general. It's a lot like it's very easy to go down like when I tried to find some stuff on um prepping Mm -hmm. like just the title of like the websites that provide this for you or like I was like I wonder how much food and it's like um it's like America 90 something like that's like the name of the website and I'm like oh "Oh, this is like people people are in it
1: (laughs) the Venn diagram of like our interest versus like the people of interest that probably are doomsday preppers don't seem to overlap like a ton. Um, Maybe they should more, but that's like the website names are very indicative of like, I am somewhere I don't belong, I think. Yes.
0: I was like, (laughs) I don't know what kind of ads I'm going to get being on patriot.com. It's going
1: to be like- Yeah, 100%. I'm going to start getting rifle ads instead of Airbnb suits. Like (laughs) That's what's going to start coming up. Exactly. Uh, you know what, not this summer, guns. Stock them up because I have a <laughs> coming. But uh, we're going to kind of go into a couple different fasts of uh, what this is all about. Um, also, this is the one time I'm going to apologize for Delilah or Rogue being rowdy. Hopefully in post I can edit out some of
0: it. And if not, they're just like background music. Like, Yes. Hopefully it just fades away and you're just to be, listening to our yeah, voices.
1: To be completely honest, Delilah is keeping perfect rhythm and time. So if you needed like something to like pace your breaths to, <laughs> this is a great time to use
0: that. <laughs> Stop listening to us. Every time she barks, just do another crunch or do another yeah. push up. Like, just make <laughs> this into go. a workout.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Okay. So we're going to start with uh the definition. of I don't know if you found this, um, but I have found that there's like, multiple different kinds of preppers? Yes, there's subgenres. Um basically the 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 Google definition that I found was survivalism, um or I think I looked up doomsday prepper specifically definition and it just says survivalism is a social movement of individuals or groups who proactively prepare for emergencies including natural disasters as well as disruption to social, political or economic order similar
0: to what you kind of found? Yes. Yeah. And, and like you said, I mean, like there's different avenues, like there's some mm-hmm. people that prep in, in different ways, but I think that's kind of the gist that I also saw. Yeah. Um, basically,
1: it's people who are, and what I found interesting is that mm-hmm. like every prepper that you come across has like a, a very singular idea of how the world is going to end.
0: Yeah. They're, and they're very confident about it as well. Yeah. which they can you because I feel like we're going to talk about this in a little bit but like mm-hmm. there are so many where I'm like oh I, I mean obviously some of these are like 0.3 percent chance of happening but like yeah. I'm like oh I could see that happening like it, it, mm-hmm. it's very easy I see how people get roped in because it's very easy to be like oh wow yeah there is going to be a tsunami that's going to take out all of Texas <laughs> literally. like
1: literally yes what was interesting to me is like, they, they obviously all uh, prepare certain things because, like, mm-hmm. there's certain items that make sense. But then, like, depending on how they think the world is going to end, they <laughs> yeah. have different things they, like, stock up on. Um, so I have a couple of different of the subsections here yeah. and, like, kind of what those people are interested in. Um, so bushcrafters and survivalists are more interested in, like, these are the people that are, like, Uh, who's
0: that guy that's on like nat
1: geo that just like lives in the woods and eats bugs i think his name's bear or something
0: (laughs) yeah not naked and afraid but yeah i know what you're talking about yeah not nobody's
1: naked in this show he like does
0: things he like eats things and yeah. yeah 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 they're more interested
1: in surviving off of the land and surviving in the wild like with with no prior uh like packing i guess you could pack but like it's more so of, like, they don't have a stockpile of things because they don't plan on being, like, stuck in one
0: place. Yeah, they're they're working with what they got and learning how to use what they got.
1: Mm-hmm. They're, like, the people that, like, know if the temperature of the water is, like, this much, it's going to contaminate you and, like, stuff like that. Um, homesteaders are kind of what – I think a lot of people picture uh, homesteaders as – like what they picture as like a doomsday prepper. Um, So it's basically becoming self-sufficient gardens, compost piles, lots of preserved food. um, And like, yes, lots, lots of preserved food. (laughs) And then, uh, and then they also have like ways to keep up their household. So if it's backup generators and stuff like that, um, but they do plan on like they're hunkering down when the end of the world comes, wherever they are, that is where they're staying.
0: Yeah, we won't know what happens to them because wherever they are, it's not accessible. So, yeah. Which, we'll get to this in a little bit, but I, for some <laughs> reason, the homesteaders
1: think that um, everyone's they're going to be a target suddenly when the end of the world mm. comes. Uh, we'll talk yeah. about that when we talk about the television <laughs> show, but we'll circle suck- <laughs> <laughs> we'll back. Uh, there's tactical preppers, and basically they're exactly what you think. They are stockpiling firearms and weapons. Um, not exactly sure what they think, Like those people don't seem like they have a specific end of the world in mind. They just seem like they're fucking locked and loaded no matter what. Yeah, they're
0: ready to fight whatever the the quote unquote pandemic or doomsday (laughs) happens. They're like, let me at them. Like that's their only goal. Yep. Um, and then basically
1: the, the doomsday preppers in general, they're likely to be a combination of any or all of these type of preppers. Um, there was, well, when we get to the television show, there was a couple of people that like, they do believe strongly and maybe like learning survival skills and like preparing their home, but they don't collect like tactical weapons and stuff like that. So there can be any and all combinations of those different things. Um, and it kind of just depends on the person and what they think the end of the world's going to look like.
0: Well, in and, and this may be a good time to ask this. Do you feel in any capacity, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I know you're not out there stocking up food because we talk about all the time that both of us are like trying to make meals out of like two items that don't go yep. together. But- yeah,
1: we're like rubbing together salty crackers <laughs> with a yeah. fucking leaf we found <laughs> off a plant that died in our apartment and we're like, this has got to work.
0: Exactly. But like how prepped do you feel I mean obviously we kind of just went through a semi like a baby doomsday mm-hmm. scenario with pandemic but like do you feel like you're prepped with some of the stuff that after reading this no
1: yeah right. <laughs> after looking into this at all no because some of these people have like years worth of food for like seven people and there's two of them living there and I'm like for why but I I also don't have the space to,
0: mm. question mark?
1: But I'm also, uh, like... Appar-
0: apparently, to some of the people on TV shows, space is, is not a matter. Yeah, um, space is just people, an like,
1: option. people,
0: like, filling up their everything, yeah.
1: Well, I'm not even prepared for, like, a flat tire. So, like, let's be completely honest, I'm not fucking prepared <laughs> for the end of the world. Like, that's... There's no chance in hell that that was gonna happen. Um. So, there's a couple of types of doomsdays that people typically... Uh, I don't want to say, they're almost, I don't know, this may be controversial to say, they're like, um, stands of different, <laughs> <laughs> different ends of the world. Like they, for, well, maybe it's just the television show really portrays that way. I'm mm-hmm. sure. And I was seeing like comments under it, people being like really good preppers. You would never know that they are a prepper because like, you don't want to like single yourself out. It's not
0: okay. And again, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. So like in the TV show, I just kept thinking, I was like, you were showing me where all of your things are. So like, yeah. if I was somebody who lived close to you and I'm like, oh, that's where they keep the guns. Oh, that's where they keep their food. Like, yes, 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 yes. But that's isn't that like saying. rule number one? Like, don't yes. say. <laughs> so like, maybe... I'm generalizing
1: the doomsday prepping community and I am so deeply sorry, but it does feel like everyone has a fan of which one they think it's going to be. And that definitely uh, influences the specific things that they collect. Um, But the different types of, this is not, (laughs) (sighs) here's a list, but not limited to, um, and Mm -hmm. I have a smiley face at the end that says, and more (laughs) at the end of this list. (laughs) Um, So financial collapse, basically like, money means nothing and we all have to start like bartering and trading a solar flare um uh electromagnetic pulse taking out electricity that exists um also a side note while we talk about this they were saying that like if there was an electromagnetic pulse that happened it would take the united states at least a year to like recover from it and so like we just wouldn't have electricity for at least a year and I was like oh that's
0: insane shit. to me that yeah. is literally insane I was out of I didn't have electricity for six hours the other day mm-hmm. and I, I genuinely was like I can't eat I can't drink like I have become a product of my my generation I'm just like I don't know what to do I can't watch TV I can't work like yeah, that's wild so, uh, yeah that, that one I was like oh mm,
1: that doesn't seem <laughs> like something maybe we should be prepared for uh, cause they were yeah. just basically saying like the United States and I mean, I'm sure other countries as well, that like we won rely so he- heavily on electricity to, um, uh, but we're just like underprepared for it to go down essentially so like having mm-hmm. to rebuild it also apparently if electromagnetic pulse happened um it would also take out everyone's cars because they all have like little computer chips in them that would it would just fry that as well so your car is also gone it's just so you know and it, you're well like, like and your debit your- card so like your fake money that we all carry around with us is also gone
0: and our medical, like everything's electronic now, like we would yeah. genuinely be fucked. Like, there's oh, yeah. I don't know what else we could do.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, asteroid impact, so that's
0: fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that
1: one being it. Uh, classic asteroid impact, just like the dinosaurs just get taken out. Um, World War Three,
0: <laughs>
1: uh, terrorist attack, and global thermal war or thermal. Jesus, thermonuclear. Oh my God, a thermonuclear war and more um but typically those are like the top like six to eight that people typically pick from they're like this is my one this is my horse i'm betting on
0: yeah which again like that's that's some sort of ego to be like no this is what's gonna happen because in reality i feel like any of these things could happen that's my biggest thing is like Mm -hmm. if if post 2020 has taught us anything that like there's so many things going on that are just like the potential for the world to end like whether it be Mm -hmm. climate change or a nuclear war or you know a a deadly virus like I feel like it's ballsy to be like it's this thing for sure
1: yeah which I think um it was mentioned that obviously like a global pandemic was like one of the potential ones I think um as far as like doomsday prepping like not that Covid nineteen wasn't awful and really affected the world, but I think like when they're thinking like doomsday prepping, it's like it's it, we're zombies. Like something has happened mm. and there's zombies outside, and that Mad is cow like, disease. yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Like the preppers were great during COVID. They were ready. They were like honestly, this is a great trial run, probably. Um, because like I think like the preppers that are referred to in these articles and stuff more than likely are thinking like people are eating humans out, like humans are eating humans outside and that's what they're prepared for.
0: Yeah. And I, I'm curious, I mean, I, am going to talk about this in a little bit, but I saw an article in psychology today of somebody who was kind of investigating how preppers handled and and went through 2020. And if they Mm -hmm. were quote unquote, right about all of this, but, um, I'm interested if there's anyone that's like still in their bunker, like they were like, Oh, this is it. You know, if you feel so strongly Mm -hmm. about it, like, I'm curious how many people really went into straight up lockdown mode Mm -hmm.
1: and I guess like for well let's I guess let's just talk about the television show yes Um, (laughs) we both watched how much did you watch of it
0: I watched like four episodes which is three families per episode so I saw a bit yeah yeah
1: I only watched one to be completely honest because I was doing so much like reading about it um and it was a lot like i I guess like in my mind, end of the world happens. You probably, I don't know. Like, what do you do? Like the survivalists make the most sense to me because like if you're forced out of your home, like being able to survive off of the land makes sense. But like, what if something happens and you're forced out of your home? Then like all of that prepping was for not basically.
0: Yeah. And that's something like, so the way if you've never watched the show or if you don't remember, cause this was literally from like, 20 years ago um it, like it, it explains the family explains like whatever it is they think is going to happen to the world mm-hmm. and how they're prepping for it. and then at the end there's like survivalists that will grade how you did like where you can improve or mm-hmm. where they think that helps you and like that was like a common thing where it was like for example it's like you know they kept all of their water in one area and they're like yeah. okay cool well if that catches on fire now what like yeah yeah <laughs> I just feel like it's It's a weird control thing because like you don't know you can only prep so much or even like there was one family that had a whole ass garden that was their entire backyard but it's like it was in Texas and Texas just had that scare of freezing cold Mm -hmm. weather and no one was prepared like I'm sure a lot of those crops didn't make it so it's like things like that where it blows my mind because like you can prepare to a certain extent but like can you really I don't I don't know yeah. I think,
1: uh, well, it's like I watched one where like they thought financial collapse was like impending. And so basically they just like had stockpiled like not much else but food and water and like cleaning supplies. And it was just because like, well, yeah, if if money is suddenly no longer a thing, like we will have food and water. And I'm okay, Yeah. But like, what if anything else? (laughs) It's so it's it's,
0: it's, it's like, yeah, it's very interesting
1: to me how it's like so singular. In thought.
0: Yeah. And and something else too, I thought was interesting that I, I gathered just from the few episodes I watched. I wanna say there's like several seasons of this, like five or something. Mm-hmm. But it feels like a lot of these people too have trauma. Like it would yeah. be people like there was a guy who was a firefighter during 9-11. Mm. And now he's doing all these things. Or like it was a guy who was in some war and saw some really bad shit, and now he's like, I don't want that to ever happen. Like it It seems like a lot of the more extreme aside from like the obvious um connection to like political beliefs and and stuff like yeah. that, a lot of them seem like it was like they saw some shit and now they're not letting that happen to their family, which makes it kind of sad honestly because mm-hmm. they're they're trying to control something that isn't controllable
1: yeah it's um it I just like the the concept of prepping to me in like, after reading this, it does make, there's certain things that do make sense. Like, yeah. and especially if like the, if the last two years hasn't tossed anything, like you never know mm-hmm. what could happen. So like to have a couple of extra things on hand that might make things easier, like a hundred percent makes sense to me. The, uh, the way it was like, I mean, yes, the television show, it, this is like these people's lives. This is what they do. This is all they do. And mm-hmm. like, they are can also convince that like they will be targets, <laughs> which yeah. I I mentioned earlier, but it, I mean, to a degree, it does make sense that if people know you do this and like, there's no food at the grocery store, like, yeah, you may become a target, which is why it's interesting to me that they wanted to be on television. But again, the comments mm. on the YouTube that were like the best preppers, you don't know that they are. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, definitely. Like I, I was talking to Marissa about this. Like if I saw this TV show and I was like, oh, that's my neighbor. And then one of these things happened. I'm going to your house. I'm like, you got enough mm-hmm. for how many people? I live right down the street. Like, I I don't know. I, I think it's, like you said, it's, it's better to be a little bit secretive yeah which
1: may be that uh the community learned after the television show happened because i feel like you also leave yourself up to just like anything being on television at all you're leaving yourself up to a lot of scrutiny and i think Mm -hmm. those people in particular everyone was like well duh no like this is what the end of the world's gonna be (laughs) and that's kind of what happened but um it's yeah, the, the thing of, like, okay, what happens if the, your water source catches on fire? Like, there is no way to be completely prepared for anything to happen. But mm-hmm. it is interesting to me that, like, they uh, also will run, like, drills of, like, if this happens, this is <gasps> where we're a meeting. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which is smart, because, like, I've never thought of that. <laughs>
0: yeah but there's there's terrifying one like the one the firefighter he had so he does like the what's it called like the krav magov or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah he had his i'm assuming teacher like pretend to break into their house with a knife (gasps) and he had small like small children that he like to run them through a drill so he's like get in the back room like and like his whole thing was like to make a barrier between the kids and his teacher and take the teacher down which like Yeah. But like, that may be trauma that your child did not need to go through that you've just induced. So like, I, it's important to have a plan. I mean, I've definitely have from all of this, like I have decided it's important to have some sort of plan. Like, I don't think, I think it's fighting a a losing battle. If you're like, I'm going to do all these things just because Mm -hmm. you have no idea what's going to be the thing that ends the world. Yeah. However, I am severely underprepared in any fashion. Yeah,
1: I think uh, for me, I was like kind of thinking about like, I mean, the financial collapse slash like the electronic one all going down. I was like, do I need to like be hoarding cash somewhere just in
0: case? (laughs) It was very easy to be like, oh, I should have like right now. Number one birthday gift I want is a hand crank radio um, (gasps) that has a flashlight on it and solar power little panels because that's uh, that's something I don't have. And if the power went out, like there's a guy who he had a radio, a whole ass radio thing that like it wasn't generated on power. I forget. What it, it might have been mm-hmm. solar panels, but like so he could communicate across the world.
1: Yeah, which anyway. I I can see the value in that. I think like my strategy is going to be like I need to figure out I need to have enough that I can survive long enough to find the people that have those other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I need to have enough food and stuff that I can barter away my way in. Because that's yeah. the only way it's happening because there's no way I'm going to know what the fuck to do with that radio once the time comes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to have to write down what stations even like, I would just be like looking through because I have no idea.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I again, we are the television show, too, in particular, is picking out the people that are like the most extreme, the loud and proud. So it's like, can you take all of that for face value? No. But it is one of the things where it's like, the uh the time that you're putting into it there's no way that it doesn't become a part of like your personality
0: oh 100% like with anything like even Mm -hmm. when I'm binging a tv show I'm like bringing it up like (laughs) they're my friends like yeah this episode I just watched I literally did that a week ago and I hated myself like it's very easy to make that your brand and Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah It's just, like,
1: it's, it's, like, this in particular. It's, like, the people who have, like, three years worth of food and, like, they have, uh the one guy was, like, building, like, a, uh, a shed, essentially, <laughs> that, like, would block out, like, magnetic waves or something in his backyard or something happened. So he had, like, so long. They were doing, like, drills in the backyard, putting on, like, fire suits and stuff like that. I'm, like, it becomes a part of your personality and it, especially, like, if you're not, um, like, advertising it, because obviously the best preppers are Mm -hmm. the ones who don't have our preppers. Mm -hmm. To, To have that mentality of, like, this could happen at any moment, and I need to be prepared in the most way possible, and, like, possibly stockpiling things, there's no way that you go anywhere thinking, like, you're safe. Like, there's no way you walk into a movie theater, a restaurant, like, thinking like, oh yeah, this is chill as hell and I don't need to worry.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, like I don't know what their social lives are like or if they, because like what, do you go on vacation? Like what if this event that you're convinced is happening happens then? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, that's very true
1: because like especially people who like the homesteaders who like set up their house to be this fortress essentially. Like what do you do when you're away from that place? Is like, I did, there was like one of the families that was in it basically where they had like, They didn't believe in like, oh my God, I was going to mention to you this before, but I forgot. And now I have to mention it on a recorded platform. (laughs) Um, It's a family that are homesteaders and they like have um, like a garden and like all this other stuff. And they have stockpiles piles of food and they can things and they can meat and like all this stuff. And they basically were saying like, they don't she basically was insinuating that they're more liberal and they don't believe in, like, having, like, guns and stuff like that. She's like, there's just no need for us to stockpile weapons. She's like, yeah. if, like, we have created a community around us that, like, we won't need to stockpile weapons because, like, we all – I guess they must live in, like – I wasn't paying that attention now that I'm thinking about it. They must live in, like, a community that it's, like, very open and prominent that they're all preppers around them because she was saying, like, our neighbors do this. and Like, we could exchange it for this and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. They're like – They got, like, a – they have a system compound Compound, yes (laughs) but the one son was like no there's like no need for weapons like if somebody comes up here like i'll just kind of like assess their demeanor and like Offer to like feed them and barter with them and like turn on the charisma. And then he literally was like, and like, if they seem like a little sketchy to me, who needs guns? Like, I'll just poison them or slit their throat in oh their sleep. God. And I
0: literally was like, <laughs> yeah, I remember that episode now. <laughs> Do
1: you? Okay. <laughs> Cause it was like, they were the most like, no, like, we just, we have our little farm, like, we're prepared, yeah. like, we can pr- provide for ourselves, like, blah, blah. And then he says that out of the blue, and I was like,
0: oh my God god like, yeah when i saw when they promoted that episode i thought he said that they were gonna do that to their kids and i was like oh my god and then like it, well because an episode before that and i'm sorry cat lovers out there this was just uh, as shocking to me somebody was one of the the people the preppers that they were like walking through what she does all the time she was like yeah so you know cats obviously aren't very um like resourceful when it comes to a like a doomsday a situation. So yeah. yeah. So they were like, so my boyfriend's plan is just to shoot them right, right in the brainstem. and was like petting her pet like at the brain. Like it was like right here. Like oh so they don't have to be in any misery. I was like, what the god <laughs> well like
1: then a different guy has like five fucking dogs. Like he lives by himself and he has like a bunch of like he he literally called them small yippie dogs because they would alert him <laughs> to anyone on the property and it so was Delilah like was oh, right now. literally she is our homesteader uh fucking security <laughs> um like he's like yeah anybody that comes up that driveway there are small yippy dogs are gonna <laughs> alert me to them and I was like oh
0: my god well and that's something too. like going back to like thinking that people like they don't need violence like that was something that the psychology today article that I read mentioned is like research shows that people are intuitively cooperative like especially in situations like this like even if you think about, like, in Texas when they had that freeze and everything was, like, mm-hmm. people were letting people stay in their house because they still had electricity. Like, yeah. obviously there's going to be those people who are, you know, stealing or, mm-hmm. you know. Critical. Looting, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, that's that's a given. But, like, for the most part, it's shown that in situations like this, like, there's no need for c- cynicism in a sense that people are going to immediately turn to, like, cannibalism and killing and I don't know. Like, it doesn't feel like if if
1: and if any of those situations happened, it wouldn't be like there's immediately like where people are turning on each other like right off of the bat. It's gonna take a little while, if anything. Definitely. Um, I guess those people would just miss that a wave of it because like you're not having to compete with people at the grocery store and stuff like that. So like you gotta, they'll have a while before that happens, now we'll weed some people out before then. I feel
0: exactly. Well, and but like going back to the extreme people, like there was one um, family that I watched. It's sixty guns. Like they were like, I got it in my in my couch, like the cushion. I have it next to my bed. I have it in my purse. I have this whole. For do what? they think Jason Bourne is gonna be the fucking doomsday that happens? Like, what do you mean that you need that many? Weapons? Exactly. Like I don't get it. I get like I guess, in that you know sense what? of having. <laughs> I get
1: carrying a knife on you like that makes sense to me like then then if something happens you have like I need to cut myself out of a thing or like I can use it as a weapon like that makes sense because then just carry the knife on you but why do you need to have them placed like guns placed everywhere then why aren't you just carrying Mm. one
0: on you I guess yeah no it's literally she had one and like literally like in a pretend oh I wish I could remember it it was like she had it in like a flower thing and she made some kind of pun about like shooting and in, in flower. I wish I, oh my God. I can't remember and I hate myself, but, um, yeah, no, it's just like, it's, it's too much. Like I could see too, like I could see some sort of shotgun. Cause like, there is that point, like, mm-hmm. I don't think I could like, if, if we didn't have any food and yeah. we needed to, you know, kill a deer, I don't think I could just stab the deer to death. Like I, yeah. I don't have that capacity in mm-hmm. me. So like, situations i mean if you're hungry
1: enough i think maybe you can (laughs) i think like uh strategy wise i wouldn't know where to start like the internet's down i can't even fucking google how to kill a deer like i'm gonna be useless but that's Mm -hmm. it it is what it is i suppose at that point i think that's like one of the things it did show me was i was like oh damn like i know for i know fucking cpr and that's about as prepared i am for anything to happen like I uh, was thinking, I was like, maybe I should take, like, one survivalist course. Yes. Or just, like, read up on some stuff just to, in case to be like, okay, here's here's water you can drink and here's water you can't drink just in case.
0: Yeah, that's what I told Zach. I was like, we don't have to, like, go balls to the walls, but I think mm-hmm. it would be useful to have, like, one of those, like, they sell on Amazon, like, or just a bookstore in regular or in general, mm-hmm. like, books that are like, so the world's ended, now what, yeah. like. Not that title, but like that can walk you through that because I mean, it's, it's, it's even berries, like knowing what color they are. So, you know, which ones are poisonous. Like, I don't know any of that. And if, if it's some kind of like no electricity, I rely heavily on Google when it comes to certain things like that. So like Mm -hmm. that, or like a map, like, I feel like those are two things that would be very useful. (laughs) What's
1: shocking is somehow now I can relatively figure out like north most of the, like my orientation especially like where I live I can figure it out but like that's about it I'd be like well the next state over is uh uh like I would have no fucking clue yeah. like I can barely point out where ohio is on the united states map half the time i'm like oh god like literally i am designed to not survive the end of the world and so hopefully the asteroid just impacts me immediately and i can (laughs) be just done i can just be taken out at the beginning
0: just take me now yeah um no i mean and and it can be as simple too like something even with the thing the things that are happening in ukraine like Mm -hmm. or um in general like having gas in your car like i'm the type of person that i'm like it's Mm -hmm. on e i'll just fill it up next time but like Mm -hmm. it was situations like i i heard a story in ukraine where they were trying to evacuate and they didn't have enough seats for everyone and one car had a full tank of gas and one car didn't Mm -hmm. so it's like something as little as like if you notice your car is below half like maybe you should get gas yeah um those are like little things that i think you Mm -hmm. can be a quote-unquote prepper without yeah. Pickling meatloaf and having 700 guns in your home.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess that's like let's kind of get into, like, how, why the recommendations of different things that people prep for. Um, because, mm-hmm. like, I think in particular, like, for me personally, like, they kept mentioning a go bag. And I really need to look, like, into what, like, people recommend to have it on. Because I've never thought about, like, there's a fire. I get to grab one item besides... Mm-hmm rogue and like what it would be and what makes the most sense to grab but like I should (laughs) like I should consider those things like I can maybe tell you where my birth certificate is right now maybe and it's not an easy place for me to get it and I'm like do I need to have that in my go bag you don't know no do you know (laughs) where your like social security card is I don't Oh. It's
0: somewhere. I know it's away. I think it's at my parents, but that's about as far as my knowledge goes. So yeah, I agree. I need some sort of <laughs> plan <laughs> because I'll, I'll be getting my name changed soon. So I'll have all the Oh my God. But yeah, so all that's to say, um, no, I, I think that's a, a great point of just like having everything in a place where you can get it. Like we have a safe Mm -hmm. that is like whatever proof but like do we have we don't have every single important thing in there Mm -hmm. and I feel like we should yeah well
1: I think um like for me it would be like okay if I could only grab one like backpack what would be in there and I don't and I Mm -hmm. don't even know like what people put in there I'm like do I need to take my birth certificate I can prove it at a hospital somewhere else I don't know like do I need that do I need like Am I supposed to get, like, a first aid kit? Am I was to get water? Like, what do people put in that? I have no fucking clue. So, like, that that for me, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe I should die.
0: Well, and out. what sucks is, like, in my research, <laughs> put my glasses on, um, it literally says, like, they don't recommend the pre-made ones because they typically mm-hmm. don't have. So you got to, like, do the work. It's dumb. Yeah. Like, you got to yeah. actually figure out what you actually need.
1: Yeah, well, because like they were saying, like in this article I was reading, it was saying like there's different survival kits that you can build. There's like a car kit because like if Mm -hmm. your car goes into water, if you are having to live out of your car temporarily or like stuff like that, um, a 72 hour kit, which is basically like if I take this backpack with me, I can survive in the the climate that I exist in currently uh, for 72 hours, Um, an urban kit a wilderness kit, all of those are fucking different in case you're wondering and what you're supposed to keep and so like I was like, "Oh, okay. Um I probably have band-aids somewhere in my apartment. Like I don't know."
0: Yeah, no. I I there's certain things that I feel like I'm like, "I'll get to it or I'll just go to the store," but like that might not always be an option. I mean, even in the mm-hmm. pandemic, like it was hard to find toilet paper or to mm-hmm. find Clorox wipes, like stuff like that where you always say like it's not a big deal but like if again if 2020 showed us anything like you should at least have some amount of these these items because even yeah. um that's I, that's in general like the department of homeland security say suggests having an, like at least enough supplies in general not just food but like items mm-hmm. that can last you 72 hours but like all these are saying like actually probably like 14 because even like with the pandemic when you couldn't leave your house for two weeks if you mm-hmm. had it like yeah you should at least have enough or in mm-hmm. in money terms like having at least a thousand dollars but like mm-hmm. some people prep financially in a sense where it's like they have enough for three to four months worth mm-hmm. of expenses
1: yeah saved up which
0: which is yeah Did you say it's it, wild smart yeah it's yeah. wild but smart it's like I could never but um the thing is is like you
1: could you that, that i think it's like way more doable than I think people realize i mean obviously it's not going to happen overnight but like you definitely could you just have to have like a separate savings account that you're just like feeding it into but it sure. also does like you have to prioritize it over spending it on other stuff which is totally different like financial security is a different podcast topic yeah <laughs> that, that we're not like no, we're not, there say not one that
0: we could lead
1: <laughs> yeah we have to actually listen to it to be completely honest um mm-hmm. but like Yeah, so there's different, like, uh, preparedness kits. Um, As far as water, like, I don't Mm. keep plastic water bottles at all. And that's – I'm trying to save the fucking planet. Sue me. Um, (laughs) But, like, I also don't have anywhere to, like, keep – Like, they have, like, fucking – What are those, like, 10-gallon drums of water? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw
0: saw one guy. It's a – I'm very interested in this. So it holds I don't know how much, honestly. But you basically have, like – a blow up mattress and it has a little thing that you can put into. So like, if you know the water's about to go out, you can like hook it up to your bath, oh, your bathtub okay. and have a hole. So it's, it's small, but then if you yeah. need it, you can fill up a whole bathtub and, and mm-hmm. keep it safe. But yeah, no, I'm the same way. Like I don't, we don't use plastic water bottles. So yeah. I want one of those like pin things where you can, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yep.
1: yep. I was just going to say that the drops probably I are learned very easy to store keep in store and the pen thing like i i don't think it's that expensive but like you literally can put it in like a river and drink out of it because it's purifying it as it comes out i don't know how long that lasts though
0: i don't because i know i knew i didn't know about the drops until i read the book wild and she Mm -hmm. like had to use spoiler alert she has to use them and Mm -hmm. um like that was like the thing where it was like she did so many drops and it was good for so much water but obviously she was like parched so i don't know how long it would Last because I think she yeah. drank whatever she cleaned, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, something like that where it's like small, but like I feel like you that's one of the top things you need to be prepared for is having enough water,
1: yeah. Well, because I think like they, you can only go like three days without any water, um, so they mm-hmm. were saying obviously like stockpiling water, but knowing how to purify it is also very important just because like you're going to be in a situation where it runs out, you're not by your stockpile anymore, or you got fucking. Gray's Anatomy dropped into the wilderness and out of a plane, and you have to figure out what to do. Mm. I, yeah, I think I think if I've learned anything, that like yes, there is some preparedness I should probably be doing. However, I think I would benefit from just a general survival course. Yeah. That's more so of like what I think I would need to do because I have no concept of what I would have to do in the fucking wild.
0: And then I would get whatever I learned tattooed on me because I feel like I would immediately yeah. forget. Cause I, I, I went through a whole thing. I, there was a Snapchat story that like, was like survive and it gives you, do not follow this. It gives you different scenarios. So it's like stuck in an elevator or falling out of a plane. Like, and it gives you tips to like survive it. And I went yeah. down this whole rabbit hole of like, I don't know what kind of berries I can eat. I don't know. Like. I don't remember any of it. Like I studied on it for like two hours one day and I couldn't tell you. So that's where like my, my thought of having a book is important. Obviously. Yeah,
1: I feel like I would get like um like a sheet of paper, write down the cliff notes, laminate it, and put it in my go mm. bag, and be like, "This is gonna have to do me as good <laughs> as it is." Cause I
0: write real small, like you're in college again. Yeah,
1: literally, like it's like okay for the exam, you get one cheat sheet, and it's literally like my mm. handwriting sideways on the page as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, I I think that's what I learned from that is that I need to I I didn't give a recommendation of like how much water to stockpile um because when I got the food it said like up to 30 days
0: yeah well and that's my thing too with with stockpiling kind of going back to the TV show mm-hmm. like they stock a shit ton of food but that food mm-hmm. expires like they say like you know this may be some years expired but like spoiled mm-hmm. food is better than no food but i'm thinking you know you've been doing this for 10 15 years like that food mm-hmm. is long go- like are you just eating it at that point? Like probably I I would imagine. This is what I
1: think about like extreme couponers too. Like
0: mm-hmm. if you're
1: that organized to that level, like I yeah. would imagine you're looking at stuff and like rotating it out because there's mm-hmm. no way that like you're just ha- I mean maybe you hang on to some things like I can imagine a can of green beans is probably good at least a year past its expiration date. Yeah. But like there's other stuff like I wouldn't. But there was a lot of people that um were like they had learned how to can themselves. So, like, I know canned mm-hmm. fruit can be good for years. And you can also can meat that's already cooked. So you can eat it, like, not raw, like, cold out of the yeah. can. Or you can heat it up and eat it again for, like, a couple it's of absolutely years. absolutely
0: wild to me. I can't, yeah. I, I yeah. can't understand it. <laughs> I can't imagine <laughs> being like, I'm
1: going to pull this hamburger out of this wet jar and eat it. And it's been in there for three years.
0: Nope no thanks yeah uh
1: but yeah they say up to 30 days which I probably don't even have 30 days worth of groceries in my apartment right now
0: if I had very small meals I feel like I could pull that off
1: yeah Mm, I'm not sure I could (laughs) I don't think I have 30 days worth of 30 days worth of groceries but I uh I could well maybe one person maybe um I could maybe make it work, but I was like, but they also suggested like having like a stockpile of seeds and like learning survival gardening and like learning how to preserve and also hunting and foraging. And I'm like, okay, so you're not telling me like preserve, like get 30 days worth of canned goods. You're telling me I got to learn like a whole ass. Like I got to be a fucking wilderness Who has the time, you know? I got to go be a boy scout and get like six badges before I can even be like semi like entry level prepared.
0: Yeah, and and not to be like utopia about it, but I feel like maybe in that case, it's like, we all just like every town has a a gardener or a doctor, Mm -hmm. like, and we all just kind of stick together or something Mm -hmm. along those lines, like, yeah, collect your different people, because like, aren't we doing enough already trying to exist in the like pre Mm -hmm. apocalyptic, apocalyptic world? I'm not ready to start doing stuff for post-apocalyptic. Like-
1: yeah, I'm just going to have to be charismatic enough that people will want to bring me in. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just another set of hands. I got no fucking transferable skills for this situation, but I will say I'll whatever you, you need to say. Yeah, I will yeah. be like, you know what? This looks fantastic. The Your meat yeah. in that jar looks amazing. I've never seen better meat in a jar in my entire life. Oh, it's six years old. You
0: really you really prepped. I'm really Looks good. I'm proud of you. <laughs>
1: no, this is very this is you guys were ready. Like me looking <laughs> around their fucking basement, being like, please, please, for the love of fucking God, take me in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh
0: but no, I mean it's it's crazy. It it stresses me out, honestly, to think about it. And I think mm-hmm. it's because I'm so like ill prepared. Mm-hmm. And I have to rest on the fact that I don't know what's going to happen. So even if I did prepare, I may not prepare well. But I feel like there's certain things, like you said, having a a to go or a a go go bag, yeah, in your car or in your home, like simple things like that, where you're just prepared enough, and then Mm -hmm. you can figure out the people who are extreme. Well, and like people in like
1: california who have earth well like this is so crazy because like the midwest like you get tornadoes but like you really have mm-hmm. no warning of that a lot of the time but like people with like wildfires or like like hurt or uh, not hurricanes uh like earthquakes and stuff like that like are usually like kind of more prepared because that kind of happens a little bit more frequently than like some other natural disasters um yeah. and so like when i because i watched somebody on youtube and they had mentioned that like uh a- earthquake had happened and they were like oh, we grabbed our go bag and, blah, blah, blah. and i was like what the fuck people actually do that and i was like oh wait where i live has hurricanes <laughs> like i probably should figure that out just in fucking case because like a hurricane you also know is coming so like there is a scenario where okay in the next 12 hours a fucking hurricane's coming you need to get the fuck out of here like yeah and i am not <laughs> prepared for at all and I was like oh I'm not in uh the midwest where it's like you don't really get to choose when a tornado happens it just kind of fucking
0: happens yeah but this you you have to actually plan for it
1: mm-hmm. so this is really
0: just a wake-up call for both of us and hopefully for you that you yeah let to- picked
1: pick the topic but I needed to get it together
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome no I I again and like it's not to scare you but it's like at mm-hmm. the same time you have to have some sort of of preparation because mm-hmm you know, it, it's crazy. All of these things that, well, not every single thing, but a majority of the things that like the people on the show that I watched, like they've happened in some capacity in the last three years, yeah. which is yeah, yeah. terrifying, but it's like, it just goes to show like even on a small scale, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it, it's possible. So you need to have some sort of preparation. And that's, that brings me to like the, um, article that I read a, a person who was already intrigued. I, ironically from watching doomsday preppers intrigued Mm -hmm. with like why are people like this like why Mm -hmm. is why are they so pessimistic um so you know they they did some research and kind of found like we assume you know the type of person um typically like it reflects a variety of you know your personal or personality traits so like if you're, you're you're low agreeableness which shocking. I feel like that applies to a lot of these people mm-hmm. or, um, you know, any type of neuroticism, but then it's also beliefs. So like political ideology or conspiracy mm-hmm. beliefs, like the more you believe birds aren't real, like you're going to be, or sucked into that hole, the more you're going to be like, you know, doing all of the things, even though birds weren't real isn't that, but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yes. Um, so after they did this work, it again, ironically, they published it in 2019 and then 2020 happened so it was oh like yeah. they were trying to see like oh well were these people right like they they agreed that sort of but again it comes back to like the thing with human nature where it's like the whole idea that everyone's out to get everyone and like it's gonna be all yeah. bloody within the first year like that's not realistic mm-hmm. um you know during again the texas freeze there's like i said earlier like people invited them into their homes and yeah, like people, didn't let people even, freeze
1: in their houses
0: yeah yeah especially during a pandemic when we were all trying to be separated like people were mm-hmm. still like you can come into my home so like that yeah. part isn't necessarily realistic but like some of the other resources maybe were like we didn't have toilet paper like there was there was different things that have been out of stock mm-hmm. even still and in like you know people who are prepping yeah still have those things and and we're able to have band-aids or, or whatever people I'd be curious how much in general like what people first went to I know toilet paper but like to a further extent, what went out the fastest when the pandemic started? In general, you know, obviously the people who were um, preppers were were less stressed out for 2020 yeah. because in some sort of capacity they were already prepped for this. So like mm-hmm. maybe not to the same extent, and maybe they didn't get into their giant mm-hmm. underground bunkers, but you know they they had toilet paper or, or what have you. But something else in this article that I thought you would find interesting yeah. is. There was a, a study in US and Denmark that found mm-hmm. that fans of horror movies were less stressed out by the pandemic and fans of prepper films were even better prepared for the pandemic. So like there's a mental practice for these yeah. catastrophes that have helped people to be less mm-hmm. stressed out. A lot of us too, like it's like you don't know until you're in it. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't who knows what I would have said in twenty nineteen if somebody was like, Hey, this year there's gonna be a worldwide pandemic. Like I'd probably Mm -hmm. be like, That sucks. But I don't know if I would have prepped for it. So like I think it's now utilizing this time and and the fact that the world is slowly dying. That is a fact. Um Mm -hmm. it's getting quicker by the minute. But um, and then this is something that they say in the article as well, is like at least having non-perishable items and supplies yeah. like like you don't yeah. have to go all out but you need to have something like that because you have no idea yeah. what could happen like yeah, tomorrow even it,
1: yeah it's not a new concept by any means they were describing like people have been like quote unquote prepping since fucking the medieval times like they never knew what was going to happen at any given moment especially people who were privileged enough to do it did it um i do Mm -hmm. think people who were preppers probably financially were in a much better place than people who weren't because there was a lot of people like you in that time they probably never went out and bought groceries they never spent any money on groceries they probably like have stockpiles of cash and money because they were like well i need to save up this much money just in case x y and z happens like That is where I can see, obviously, that was a huge benefit to them. And because they weren't having to go out and forage for berries during that time, (laughs) um, they they probably were way less stressed because it, you're not worrying about a financial burden or like how you're like, to go this food out. is
0: already going bad. Like yes. let's just <laughs> yes. go
1: they for weren't, it. they weren't needing to like leave their house at all. So like the stress of potentially contracting COVID that was so low to them. They were like, cool. I get to work from home. My fucking dream. Like yeah. they probably were totally fine with that.
0: Um, um and, and one other thing. So uh, the CDC has like an emergency kit checklist. And I know you were mm-hmm. like, I don't know how much water to recommend. Um, yeah. So this is something that I say. So for water, it's one gallon per person per day.
1: Ugh. So three day
0: supply for an evacuation, a two week supply for home.
1: Oh my God. What the fuck? Where, Where are we going to keep that? that?
0: I don't Literally. know. I don't have a Everyone... garage. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know, but that's, Again, that's just scary. Like, mm-hmm. I guess there is a a small pond outside of my apartment. So, oh, I would not drink that. that not be good. Yeah, I'll get a I don't, little I don't know. straw thing. Straw thing, yeah. Um. Yeah, and I also like this is just in general. I feel like I've been watching a lot of like apocalyptic movies and reading books of that sort, and I think having some sort of solar powered mm-hmm. items in my life yeah would be useful be as well for sure, for sure um a lot of things that
1: they recommend to like for non food stockpiling like bathroom hygiene things flashlights batteries candles batteries i mean like for flashlights and stuff and obviously if you have a radio and then like anything solar powered obviously would help as well um i mean hygiene things at that point is kind of a luxury
0: <laughs> right <laughs> but
1: but if you were going smelling <laughs> yeah but if you're planning on stockpiling anyway i guess like you might as well have toothpaste um As far as, uh, there's other suggestions of like learning outdoor survival skills, have an escape plan, but also like there was a big suggestion of like going low tech, um, Mm -hmm. that way, like you can obviously, uh, survive without your phone and be able to navigate the world without it. Um, yeah. So again, coming
0: back to, to maps and radios. Absolutely. Um, so what are your
1: final, like, thoughts, takeaways? Are you going to become a prepper now? Are you – is your bed going to be held up by 10-gallon drums of water? <laughs>
0: um, I, I've been toying around with it because, again, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, no. And I'm not going to tell you a straight answer because good preppers don't admit that they're a prepper. <laughs> However, mm-hmm. I think that there's things I need to think about. Um, mm-hmm. You won't catch me with, again, like eight guns on me. But – no. Maybe maybe I should know where my passport is. Maybe I should know <sighs> where to get water from. <laughs> Stuff like that, you know. <laughs> I think in general you should probably know where your passport
1: is, but that that's outside of this conversation. This is
0: a judgment free podcast, Marissa. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I think I'm gonna figure out what uh, I need specifically if a hurricane's coming. What I should have and like a go mm, bag to be able to leave. Uh, maybe like a fair. pack of clothes in my car or something like that, but. I, I don't got the capacity in this little apartment to be storing water and stuff. So I think I'm going to have to use my charisma and charm to we- weasel my way in uh, to somebody's little gang group. I don't know what you call it. Well,
0: and you live in an apartment. So like, yeah. just go door to door. That's true. Hi. Um, you- Introduce yourself. Hey, and look around. Yeah. Do you see any water? Do
1: you see? <laughs> yes. I knock on the doors. Be like, hi, I'm preparing for the end of the world. How prepared are you on a scale of one to 10? And then I rank them. <laughs> them based on uh, the,
0: uh my conversation or worst case scenario you just join there's prepper groups everywhere there's literally a prep group network okay join mm-hmm. and then you have the end that's true and you're just like i'm just trying to learn and then like they you're one of their own so even though you have nothing to give yes
1: they like they'll, we're responsible they'll take pity that that is yeah. probably the mm-hmm. best in um so, uh, if you're looking to join our prep group or you have a suggestion <laughs> for one for me to join, uh, email it to us at your at gmail.com. Any suggestions, questions, uh, advice that you need, please email us there. Uh, if you want to find exclusive episodes on Patreon, your friend suck Instagram, your friend Um, yeah, that's about all we got for this week. We will see you in another two weeks. Uh, yeah we will it's gonna be great it's gonna be so well researched hopefully you enjoy this episode Um, if you are a prepper please I uh, will leave
0: my number somewhere for you to get a hold of me yes we will have you on here tell us your crazy thoughts please oh, he said all right well uh thank
1: you so much for joining us uh we will see you next time as always wear a mask wash your hands and um i guess i'm gonna go buy some gallons of water and keep them somewhere Mm -hmm. we will see you next week goodbye in two weeks just kidding goodbye bye